I want to thank you all for your love and support. It feels so good. It is a little more nerve-wracking to preach here for some reason, I guess, because I know you and love you and respect you so much. That's exactly right. No matter where you go, preach the gospel because there are lost people everywhere. My prayer this morning, that was if anybody didn't know Christ that was here today, that wouldn't be the case when you leave because he is the only way to heaven. Do you notice that the world is becoming more and more evil every day? We can look around and see the world is changing, but it's not changing for the good. Do you ever wonder where you would go if your heart stopped beating? Would you spend an eternity in heaven with the Lord or would you spend eternity separated from Him in hell? What road are you on? Are you on the narrow path that leads to salvation? Are you on the wide road that leads to destruction that so many have chosen to follow? These are very important questions to be asking yourself because if there is doubt in your heart on your salvation, you need to call on Jesus today. Through Christ, there is no doubt. Be willing to throw away the things of the world for they are temporary and will be destroyed. Repent of your sins, which means to literally turn from them. And then give yourself completely to Christ. That's the only way to heaven. And you can't live for both the world and for Jesus. You have to deny one. So my question is, who do you choose to deny? Do you choose to deny Jesus, who offers everlasting life? Or do you choose to deny the world, which leads to destruction. We can't live for the world. So choose today. You may not have tomorrow. You're not guaranteed another second on this planet. We hear people's hearts stop beating every day from children all the way to elderly. So don't fall into the category of the lost. Be found. Give your life to Christ. I say it's time for the world to prepare for the coming of the Lord. No one knows the date or time, but it's going to happen. It's going to come. The Bible tells us that one day Jesus will come through those clouds. And at that moment, it's too late. Or if your heart stops beating, it's too late. People don't understand how ripe the world is for judgment. The world shows they acknowledge a higher power a lot of times, but seem to live as though God doesn't exist. There is no fear of the judgment to come of a righteous and holy God. People are not afraid because we are not going and sharing the gospel because 
there's bad news before the good news. And the bad news is we are all enemies of God, separated from him for all eternity, if we haven't accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's scary. But people don't know it. People don't know that scary part. And a lot of times, people only teach the good part. People need to know of hell and the judgment to come for those who haven't given their heart to Jesus. We see the deterioration of moral values in this once great nation and nations around the world. The divorce rate is sky high because it's been made the new norm and vows taken before God mean nothing to this generation. When you get married, you're standing before God and you're saying, Lord, I take this person to be mine and we're giving ourselves to you. But it's not looked that way anymore. Abortion is seen as a way to get rid of an unwanted child that a lot of times is a product of immoral sex and discarded as easily as trash because value of life no longer exists among the world. They are calling evil good and good evil. There is nothing right about abortion. These are things we need to be telling people. Drug addiction, both illegal and prescription drugs, are ruining people's lives because they're trying to fill a hole that only Christ can fill. You're trying to get that comfort from something else. Well, I can tell you, it doesn't give you comfort. I've been there. I used to seek comfort in alcohol. It didn't give me lasting comfort. It would give me temporary false comfort. But Jesus... The day I accepted him as Lord and Savior. That's when I started getting the peace and the comfort that comes only through Christ. So drugs and alcohol may bring peace for a time until it starts to destroy the family. It also increases child abuse, we hear. If not physical abuse, it's emotional abuse torture for the child because dad isn't really a father and mom isn't really a mother when something other than Christ is first in their life. They seek other things before the health and safety of their own children. How much more will happen before Jesus says enough? And returns to claim what is his and bring judgment on this world. Remember, it is going to happen. It's coming. I don't know when. Could be today. Could be 100 years from now. Who knows? But it will come. What will be the signs of the coming of Christ and the end of the world? This was the very same question Jesus' disciple asked over 2,000 years ago. And Jesus' answer to them can be found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 37 through 39. Matthew, chapter 24, verses 37 through 39. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming 
of the Son of Man be? For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. We see that it was much like today. They were eating, drinking, having a good time, but they ignored Noah's warning. The only way to salvation in the time of Noah was to enter the door of the ark. And only eight humans chose to do that. The rest of them were standing around laughing at Noah for building this huge ship in the middle of nowhere, proclaiming that rain was coming and the judgment of the Lord was going to come. And they were all going to be destroyed if they didn't get on that ship. They ignored the warning. Just like today, the lost ignore the warning that without Christ, death and suffering comes forever. I know I've warned many. I hope you all are warning many, but sometimes we do and they, they ignore us. They don't believe us. They'll laugh at us, call us a Jesus freak or a holy roller. Say that we're, you know, crazy or whatever. I hear it in the news. People think we're crazy because we talk to the Lord. But the door was closed on the ark. And it was too late. God closed that door at the appointed time. They had 120 years of hearing that it was coming because it took that long to build the ark. But they still ignored. So don't be discouraged when you tell someone about Christ. Be discouraged because you don't tell them. Because when you tell them and they ignore you, that's on them. You've planted the seed. You've done your job. You can't save them. You can only plant the seed. But just as that door was closed, so will be the door of salvation that only comes through Jesus Christ. If your heart stops beating or he comes through those clouds like he will, it'll be too late. Just like it was in the time of Noah and destruction will come. Judgment will come to the world. We'll read in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. This tells us exactly what God saw in the days of Noah. And as we look at our society today, is it not much the same? It's exactly the same. All we hear is evil every day on the news. We see it when we go out each and every day. Almost like this verse is referring to our generation, and it is. This Bible is forever the infallible word of God. 
and it is for every generation. So let this be a warning. The world is sick, perverted, and twisted, and it mocks the very existence of the one most high. Now we'll read in Genesis chapter 6, verse 11. The earth was also corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Still sounds like today, doesn't it? Remember, these were the signs of the coming of the Lord. He will only put up with wickedness for so long, we see throughout the Old Testament, before he makes his move. So be ready. Prepare yourself for Christ. So this is what the world looked like before God destroyed it with the great flood. And this is how the earth looks now. Evil and violence everywhere. And it's so sad to see people slipping and going down that wide road to destruction. And you just feel like, I feel like there's nothing I can do sometimes. And it hurts my heart. Especially when I see family and friends that I know haven't accepted Christ. But I have to keep planting that seed. I have to keep moving on. I can't give up. Just because I don't get my way and I can't save them. God has to save them. All we can do is pray for them and plant the seed. But we see that the whole world is full of violence. Whole nations wanting to kill one another. Down to school shootings and racial conflict. People want to destroy one another and always have, always will. So tell me why we shouldn't be more concerned about sharing the gospel. We have to go tell as many as we can the good news before the lost can even have a chance at accepting Jesus as Lord. How can they accept Jesus as Lord if they don't know Jesus and what he done for us on the cross? That he came to this earth, that he lived 33 years and never committed a sin but died on a cross so we could have salvation. They put him in a tomb. Three days later, he rose again, alive and well, and went and showed himself to many, many people so we can have hope that we find in this word. I haven't seen Jesus with my eyes, but I feel the Spirit. I know that he's here. And this is the only remedy to the problem. Except in Christ as Lord. It's not a political battle like we hear a lot of times on TV. It's not Republican or Democrat. It's a spiritual warfare. And Christians were sitting back and letting all this take place and not standing firm in our faith. We're getting too relaxed and staying in these four walls. It's comfortable in here. Everybody comfortable in here? That's not a good thing. We need to step out of our comfort zone and share the gospel and stand up for our faith so people can come to know him. But we're getting attack after attack and doing nothing. We need to wake up. It's 
Stop laying around. I'm guilty of it. I did it for so long and still I fail to share the gospel as much as I should. But we need to be trying. We need to be spreading that seed. Now we'll look at Isaiah. Chapter 5. Verse 20. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. People say abortion is good. Homosexuality and gay marriage is good. Moral sex is good. Drunkenness is good. But the Ten Commandments are bad. And they remove them from the schools. Is that not calling evil good and calling good evil? If it's not, I don't know what it is. And there is no sin one greater than the other. So don't go around and, and be blasting people for what, they, what their sin is because... You just sin in a different way than they do. They need Christ. We're to love everybody. Jesus said love our enemies. It's hard. And just like I talked about in Sunday school this morning, if we were sitting there and someone was about to murder us for our faith, could we show the same grace that Jesus showed? He was sitting there, ready to die on that cross. And people nailed those nails through his hands and his feet. But he said, forgive them. He showed grace. He showed love. So we can see this prophecy in Isaiah coming to life. In the world today, evil being called good and good being called evil. Now we'll look at Revelation chapter 8, verse 13. The book of Revelation chapter 8. Verse 13. And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. The trumpet is to announce the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and can sound at any moment. So we need to prepare our hearts. We need to be ready. And not only that, we need to be teaching our family how to be ready 
how to go and share. Dads, show your children how to share the gospel. Mothers, show your children how to share the gospel. Live by example. Go and share the good news. Lead people to the Lord. Remember, you can't save them. They have to make a choice. They have to deny Christ or deny the world. In 2013, I chose to deny the world and give up all the worldly things I was doing and give my life to Christ because I knew I needed to be changed. And he was the only one that could do it. I'd heard it all my life. I was baptized when I was young because I wanted to take the communion. Not for the right reason. I just found out that's how you got to take communion was to be baptized. And the pastor of that church never told me a different. Never spoke to me. So tell people what they're doing when they accept Christ. Tell them that they're going to repent of their sins and turn from the evils of the world. Do I still sin? Yes. I'm like Paul, the chief of sinners. But I repent when I sin. And I try hard not to. But I have to fight this flesh. And that's what we have to do. It's a constant battle. So don't be discouraged when you do sin. Just ask for forgiveness because he's standing there with that grace. He's still ready to forgive you of every sin that you commit. That's why Jesus died on the cross. I'm not good at timing, so we're probably going to be done early today, which is okay. I don't think anybody's going to be mad about that. As time goes on, I'll get better and better at it, but I'm going to go ahead and ask the musicians to come and play. Are you ready for the second coming of Christ? If you know Jesus as Lord... Go and make disciples of all nations like it says to do in Matthew chapter 28, 19, and 20. It's a command from Jesus to those who believe in him, the Great Commission. And if you don't know Jesus as Lord, don't take the chance of dying without accepting his wonderful gift of salvation, bought and paid for in full with his precious blood. Come now just as you are. Hurry before it's too late is my plea. Because one day it will be too late. You cannot fix yourself. Only Christ can fix you. And hell wasn't designed for you. It was designed for Satan and the demons. But by default of what happened in the garden, the sin in the garden, sin and death entered the world. So come now, just as you are. Don't wait another second. If you don't know Christ, please give your life to him. He is the only way to heaven. So I ask you the question again. Who have you chosen to deny? Christ or the world? The choice is yours. Let's pray. Father, I pray that if anyone is here, and doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, that your Holy Spirit will tug on their heart and let them know that it's time to come and make a commitment to you today and not wait another moment.
because we don't know what's going to happen to us. We don't know when that moment's going to come when we die. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.